Welcome back to the MMA Plug presented to you by www.mmatees.shop. If you want to support us here at the MMA Plug, make sure that you go to www.mmatees.shop today. You could pick yourselves up some of the signature merch there, like our big friend here, the Big Yins, fresh off of that big win this last week at UFC Vegas, uh, Vegas 71 out there. But we're going to wrap things up for the week here by going three rounds. Josh, what do we have for the first round? First round, we have comments that Conor McGregor made, made regarding USADA testing and his time frame in which he returns to face Iron Michael Chandler. Yeah, you know, uh, there's definitely some controversy going along right there. I mean, I don't know the full reference of sometimes Connor just goes on these tweeting tirades and like, it's like, where did this come from? Or what is the context behind this? This could possibly be one of those situations, but are they pressing him to get back into the pool? Like what's going on? I think that uh, from what I've read and understand is that uh, Connor said that they are in talks with, they're going to have a meeting because the rules is if you, and for any period of time that you're out of the USADA testing pool, you have to get back in the pool. You have to go through six months and clear two uh, P test, urine test, blood test, whatever, some type of test, and then you're good to go. But in regards to what Conor McGregor said, you saw to put out a, a little uh, shia, little something, a little something on little Twitter, memo. Instagram. Words aren't coming to my uh, head very well today, uh, but uh, yeah, they, they made a statement. They made a statement saying that they are not in talks with Conor McGregor, and they are they require the six months, they require the two tests, but also at the end of their statement, they said obviously in our uh, contracts and everything, there could be special. Uh, occasions where people don't have to do that. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. And if anyone's going to be the special occasion, it's going to be Conor McGregor. Another guy who has some of the biggest revenue draws and biggest revenue company. draws. So I, I hope put to put poor Michael Chandler in there with that dude juice to the tits. Juice just to, and it's going to be a welterweight, which is going to be absolutely crazy. And Conor's calling for a title shot if he beats Chandler. So it's it's about to get weird. MMA, the MMA world's about to be flipped on their head when Conor McGregor gets back. And the thing is, though, with if if Conor does win, that I mean, it, it's hard to say that he's not the most powerful guy in MMA still, be, just because of the needle draw. I mean, he's lost the, the majority of his last fights. The last fight that he won was Cowboy. One fight basically since uh, since the Trump era presidency, for that the matter, that, that, that he's won, <laughs> like from 2016 on, that he's been the uh, that he's that he's actually had a victory in the cage. But if he does come back and he does win, you know that all the casuals are going to be back out, and especially you know they, it's it's going to look like today is St. Patty's Day as we're recording this right now. It's going to look like St. Patty's Day all over the place again when Conor McGregor comes back and if he wins, there's going to be a lot of green and orange everywhere. And I mean, can you blame them? The most entertaining guy who's brought so many eyes to our sport. If it wasn't for Conor McGregor, I really don't know if MMA would be in the position that it's in right now. And out of any special little thing that you're going to do for someone to get them in there, if anyone, it's Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah. I mean, Conor, definitely. It's it's red panty night for a reason. Like, that was, in, in the moment, that's part of what propelled Conor so high within the in the lexicon of MMA is just that he had the timing not just 
in the cage to call his shots and do what he did as Mystic Mac. But the way that he was able to verbalize stuff. I predict the day, these things. I predict these things. <laughs> but, you know, like I say, if he gets back into that. But the problem is, is the talk, the luster of the things that he says, that all fades when you lose or when you're not winning in the process. A hundred percent. You got to be but winning. Go back out there and you start sparking some guys. And if he wins in a very dominant fashion or even entertaining fashion the old conor mcgregor left hand down the pipe it's hard to deny mm -hmm. it's hard to deny and chandler's going to be a stiff test for him but chandler is able to be touched so we'll see how that goes yeah, true in the second round what do we have we have pfl champion rob wilkinson feeling underappreciated and I'm going to try and stay as non-biased as I can because, you know, we love Rob. We oh, yeah. love the big guy here. Friend of the program. Friend of the program. Good training partner. And I agree. I think he's a little underappreciated. Uh, you know, he had a stint in the UFC, but he fought the likes of Israel Adesanya. Right. Like absolute killers, his first two fights, and they let him go, which is absolutely wild. He went back to the drawing board. He rebuilt himself, got his boxing up, got his grappling up, and just ran through the PFL division, taking out uh, Omari Akhmedov, who was a UFC caliber guy who's won a ton of fights in the UFC. Was ranked. Was ranked at one point. And he goes out there and absolutely dominates him. I think that people need to start giving Rob Wilkinson his flowers while he's uh, here. He's the champ. And he's going out April 1st to fight Tiago Santos, who was a title challenger in the UFC. So I think I agree with him. I think people need to start giving him his dues. And I think that the performances that Rob has had throughout the 2022 season in the PFL, as opposed to maybe the look that we saw to a certain extent in the UFC, Rob is a true light heavyweight. Like he yeah, was he was cutting an a ton amount of weight. to be able to get to 185 when he was in the UFC. I don't even know how he gets to 205 anymore. <laughs> no, I mean that that's a full-on Australian grizzly bear. That not someone you want to see in a dark alley. No, no, not at all. And especially he brings that stash. You never know what's coming behind. You him. never know. <laughs> but you know, all all uh, all love and respect to the Razor Rob Wilkinson. He's gonna go out there on April first, like you say, kick off the PFL season against the arguable, arguably the top signee for the PFL this year. They had a couple of very big name guys, mm -hmm. Tiago, Marlon, to uh to Shane Burgos. Shane Burgos, so they brought yeah. in some really big names to kind of amplify their profile. But when we're taking a look at Rob and what Rob brings to the table, and if Rob can not allow Tiago to operate in space, that's where Tiago is most dangerous with his kickboxing. Yeah, allow him to, allow him to get out there. Kicking range, he's he's lethal. But if you can keep inside of that distance and really put the pressure on him, I think that there is a very clear-cut key to victory against someone like Tiago. And I, I would like to think that Rob is putting in the work right now in the gym to put that game plan into effect come time on April 1st. 100%. Let's go, Rob! Third round, I have it right on top. This last weekend, we had a couple of legends in the game retire ah, yes. and put the gloves down in the cage. We had the retirement fight for Benson Henderson. It was a title-challenging opportunity against Usman Nurmagomedov the other night for Bellator. That was, you know, I mean, it was not a good night for Benson on that side. You know, all, all love and respect to Benson. He's a friend of the program, been here on the show with us. He's from Colorado originally. 
But it's just, you know, as we mentioned on the program before and all along, he's been doing this for so long and has been at the top for forever. He was champion in multiple different organizations. He's a WEC era guy. So that just goes to show you how long Smooth has been in it. All the way back to the days of, you know, just playing it so cool in the cage fighting with a toothpick in with a tooth that's absolutely crazy how smooth and calm you got to be to not only have a mouthpiece but also a toothpick in there just flipping it around yeah he was awesome to watch as i was growing up you know i've always wanted that nickname smooth like but he just he exemplified smooth every time you know he was a ufc champion jay smooth Smooth, you know (laughs) julian let me get that uh, but you know, with his run in WC, his run in the UFC and Bellator, the guy's an absolute legend, obviously future hall of famer. And, you know, he's, he said in his interview that it's his wife's turn now. So he's going to turn all of his focus to his wife, because like we said earlier, this game, you have to be selfish. This is the most selfish sport that you have you have to be the most selfish in every aspect of your life. So now that he's done and he did all of that work that puts him in the hall of fame, he's going to turn it over to his wife and she is awesome. So I'm excited to see her with her run in the MMA. Definitely. Definitely. And then in the UFC on Saturday, it was a little bit of an unfortunate circumstance to how the result of the fight ended. Rafael Asuncao took on Davy Grant. Dangerous Davy Grant, as we spoke last week on the show, no matter what point of the fight it is, he is exactly as his nickname suggests. He's a dangerous fighter. But Rafael Asuncao was up two rounds on that scorecard coming into the third round and really just had to make it through that third and final round without getting finished. But he was on route to doing so, and it's... A little bit of uh, controversy in the sense of there was a cage grab on the takedown attempt that did have a point taken away. However, the position was not returned by Keith Peterson. But Keith Peterson's explanation of why he did not give position back was that during the sequence of the the scramble right there that happened – a Sun Sal ended up on bottom and not in the dominant position. So that's why he took the point and brought him back to neutral. If that's how he saw it right there or interpreted where they ended up, I get it. Like, Keith's been there for a minute, so it's hard to argue with his judgment. You know, he's been refing for a very long time. It's very unfortunate circumstance, obviously, but uh humble brag. I'm gonna just go over here, guys. There you go. Your boy got a picture with Hassan. So I, I was a big fan his entire career. I loved watching him fight. Um, it was on, like, obviously I'm a huge Cody Garbrandt fan. So that whole fight was a little tearing at the seams at my heart. But the guy's an absolute legend. He's made a career in the UFC. Uh, and honestly, he's a cool guy to talk to outside of the cage. Very humble, very nice, funny guy. So, hey, I uh, hope you have a great retirement, man. Enjoy, you know, being a normal person now. Just go hang out, have your family, have your girl. Just enjoy life. And throughout the tenure of his career, I mean, it, it flies under the radar how many top-tier guys through the years that a Sun Sal fought. But he fought legend after legend throughout the time and champion after champion. I mean, you mentioned guys like, like Cody to guys like Corey to TJ Dillashaw a couple of times. You know, there's there's been high-level fights throughout the entirety of his run. And dare I say, he's one of the best Bantamweights through his time to never 
get that elusive 12 pounds of gold. And that's, and that's going to be for a lot of people, you know, being able to get that belt. It, it's a, it's a mixture of hard work, timing, luck sometimes. So there's a ton of people out there who are good enough to have it, who just never had it, but all the, the real ones know, the real ones know what it is. And, you know, I, I hope that the stands or the average fans eventually figure that out. Oh yeah, certainly. And I feel like someone like the Sun South through time, his career will be more appreciated. Once Maybe people yeah. don't see it right as much right now, but they're going to look back and they're going to start looking through the topology resumes and seeing like, Oh, this guy fought him. Oh, fight him. Yeah. Killers row. So many of these guys right now, just as a whole, that go underappreciated in the moment that looking back down the way, we're going to be like, Oh wow. Like, that dude fought nothing but hammers the entire way. Yeah. So, you know, congratulations to both you, Benson Henderson and Hafele Sunsau on legendary careers in your own rights. You guys paved the way for the next generation to come through, setting the example for being consummate professionals within the process. And we just as fans and purists of the sport, we appreciate what you did for us. That was, you know, I mean, they're both, close to 10 years older than us or, or around in that range. So you guys were the generation that we grew up on. So thank you guys so much again. And for all of us tuning or all those tuning in for us here at the MMA plug, thank you guys so much for continuing your support with us. I know that we're in a bit of a transition state here with, uh, with everything going on, the sponsorship and the business side with mile high, but Josh and I are committed to continuing to give you guys this content each and every week. If you want to support us, please go to www.mmatees.shop. Pick yourselves up some merch there. We have stuff like the Big Yin's signature t-shirt there. There is a bunch of other fighters that are being featured as well. MMATs.shop splits very heavily the proceeds of each purchase with the fighter that is featured. So anyone that you decide to go on, not just Josh, whether it could be Jacoby Jones, Jacoby Jones. to Cody Brundage, Cody Brundage. Chris Oguapo Gutierrez. Every one of these fighters that is featured on the products at www.mmats.shop is supported by your purchase. So that's some One more time, Curtsy. Where can they get it at? www.mmats.shop. All right. Be sure to check out our Instagram as well. There will be links as well there. Uh, thanks for your support, guys. Absolutely. You can follow the big yins at Josh Fram MMA. Give me a follow at comments from the peanut gallery. This is the MMA plug presented to you by www.mmats.shop. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for watching. Please hit that like, share, and subscribe button. That helps us continue to produce this original MMA content and bring it for you every single week. 